You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming. The Xfinity 10G network. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot. Some like it iced with a splash of creamer. And some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an International Delight Cold Foam Creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part, mm-hmm. it works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato. So you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store. And be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla. I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing? Is every time our dad comes to visit... He calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French Vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve as human beings, to have that yummy, delicious coffee Why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista, and now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this, and I can't wait to hear what Dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. It's crazy because it's totally true what they say, like, your wedding night, it just goes by so fast, and all I want to do is wait, wait, like, what do you mean? Who went fast? The night? Artem? What do you mean? All right. The bells are getting back. And we have a podcast. Part of that success is being open books. I think it would be amazing to do a comeback. It's so good, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this is so good. Like, I want to do this all the time now. And now, coming to the mic, Nikki and Brie Bella. This is the Bella. What up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Bellas Podcast. And the Bellas are back from Paris. And I am officially a wifey. Wee oui, wee. Oui. 
I mean, I think we need to pop some champagne. You welcome to the club officially, the wife's club, right? I mean, the fact that I can actually call you a wifey and say, how is your husband doing is pretty crazy. Yeah, I think that actually is what excites me the most is getting to call Artem my husband. I know. Even mom yesterday when she was like, I heard from both of your husbands for my birthday. I know. I was like, weird. That's been the the biggest change and like shocking thing is like everyone out texts me like, oh, is your husband there? Like using the word husband. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, he's my husband. <laughs> I mean, what a great feeling. I just it's remember when I got feeling. married at that. I just, it doesn't go away. I feel like for like at least six months, like it's always exciting. Right? Yeah. Well, and you know, when you say popping champagne, um, I'm still in the dry zone because I think I drink so much champagne in Paris that I need to pump the brakes. Usually you're supposed to go into your wedding, like refreshed, revived. You probably hadn't drank or had carbs for 30 days, but when you get to Paris first and then you get married towards the end, like it was just a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And a lot of champagne. Oh, yes. And in your defense, like you announced, you have been filming this journey. So coming in 2023, everyone will get to see Nikki Bella says, I do on the E! Network, which is so exciting. And I got to film with you a part of this journey. But it's going to be four really impactful, powerful, beautiful episodes. And I just can't wait for everyone to see it because I got to see it firsthand. And the whole journey was just beautiful, Nicole. And from beginning to end. And I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy for Artem. So happy for little Tay Tay. Um, it's just, it was everything and more. It really Thank was. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That, that means so much. I, I do agree. And it's crazy because it's totally true what they say. Like, your wedding night, it just goes by so fast. And all I want to do is Wait, wait, wait. Like, what do you mean? Who went fast? The night? Artem? What do you mean? All wedding? right. <laughs> like the whole wedding. Like when everyone says like it goes by so fast, like all I keep thinking is like I want to relive it. I was like, no, it's I want to do it again. I want to walk down the aisle again and I want to have a first dance and all these fun things. So well, what is it about weddings that like you never want them to end? Because everyone's so happy and feeling the love, I think. Right. Right. Yeah, I think you, so. you never really have angry people. I mean, I've never been at a wedding where there was an angry person. It's just like funny drunk people, if anything. But I've never like no one's ever angry. So yeah. I think that's what it is. It it just goes to show you that like if we had more love in this world, it'd be like a wedding every day. For sure. Right? I mean, I will say I ended up at a bar after your wedding and had I a, think we all did <laughs> bad hangover the next day. But oh yeah, you list. went to a bar after the bar. I went, yeah. So I went to two bars. Um, That's right. I was like, you know what? I'm living it up. No kids, no husband, no anyone. It's just me yeah. here in Paris. I need to have fun, which I did. But you know, Nicole, I'm sure everyone's wondering, like, okay, you and I, we 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 said like we were kind of done with docu series in a way. We didn't want to showcase our families. Like, kind of, you know, we grew up a little bit and realized what we needed to protect. But here, you're you filmed your journey to the altar, like what changed? Like, I'm sure everyone's wondering, like, what made you want to do it? So when the opportunity came to Artem and I, um, you know, it was something that I definitely had to sit down and discuss with Artem. And, you know, what we both agreed on and, you know, what I also had told him is like, I have had everyone join me on this incredible journey on reality TV for about eight years. And 
people have been with me from my highs to my lows to all, all the things that I want and wanted out of life and just this incredible journey. And to me, it was just the ending of my story of this chapter that everyone's been on with me. And so that was one of the things is like, how do I not give this to my fans? Like they've been next to me waiting for me to have the moment where I finally say I do. And also to become a mom. And I gave them that. And so a part of me felt like, like I know who I am. Like I'm not hiding from like, I've chosen to be in the spotlight and be on the reality journey. So for me at this point, I was like, well, well, why take that away from them? Like, I don't, I don't mind sharing it. And especially, you know, if it's done in a way that we want, you know, that we get to help be a part of creative control and all those different things. And Artem like definitely agreed. And I also love that when I've seen other wedding specials, they're just so beautiful. Like there's just something about sharing love. Like sometimes I feel like it's like that trickle effect that it just, who's ever sitting on the couch and they're going to feel love and maybe they're going to spread that love and then that love's going to spread. And so then I was like, you know, it's a good thing. And I mean, at the end of the day, it really is just for the Bell Army giving them that moment to share with Artem and I, because they've shared in all of our journeys. I mean, even right. starting at Dancing with the Stars. And so that's where I felt fine. And knowing that it's not like super crazy long season, it's not about just family and all those kind of dynamics, that it's just truly about Artem and I's wedding journey. It's true. And so, yeah. And for the Bell Army to know, if you're wondering if I'm in it, I am very mm-hmm. much in it. I am. Oh, yeah. I mean, the maid of honor. Shoot. How how could we not have her in it? Right. Brie comes through strong in those four episodes. You know, it's going to feel a little bit like Total Bellas. Now, yeah, right. Honestly. Um, Now, one thing uh, I will say is what I've seen from everyone is like, why do we have to wait so long? I mean, E tried hard to get us on earlier and there just wasn't space because, you know, this was all done um, quickly and well, not quickly, but you know what I mean? Usually people That's maybe fine. plan a year out or whatever. Um, but I'm, I'm ex- at least I know we're going to have to wait, but at least it's early 2023. So that's exciting. It gives us look at this point. Let's let's look forward to PSLs in the fall and harvest time and Bonita Bonita's next shipment. And then we'll get excited about the holidays and then we'll get excited about my wedding. Nicole, you haven't heard PSLs have just started September 1st. I don't think I could have a PSL when it's hundred degrees out. That's not okay. I know. PSLs are meant with boot and sweater season. I, I feel like socially people were very upset. I don't think people wanted the PSLs to come this early either. No, I don't. That makes me angry. Make me wait till the end of September. I agree. And also I feel like this, like PSLs are fattening. Like we all calorie count. Like we let the holidays fatten us up. Like let's wait till then. I don't need to start in September. I know. I When I saw that, I was a little like, mm, I don't know about that. But Brie, we need to talk about my ring. Yes, we do. So you got your okay. band, a new band. So you know how everyone will do like they'd stack. So you have your engagement ring and then you get your wedding band and you stack it all together. Well, I've never really been into stacks. So I was like, you know, telling, I was like, I just need to tell Artem this because I'm going to be having this on my 
finger for the rest of my life. So mm-hmm. he actually, well, he was asking me, like, I want to make sure I get this right. So he was showing me stuff like to stack. And I go, honestly, Artem, like what I'd really love is just have it reset and like just make whatever the band is. That's the wedding band. And then we still have the original diamond. And I'm like, that's what I really want because I like when it's just dainty and simple. That's just how I am. And he was like, are you sure? And so he had it reset with me with the wedding band. So as you could see, it's all diamonds. And then it's like still the same diamond, which is so pretty. I love it so much more how it's reset. And then even so after he's like, are you sure? Like, I felt like he felt weird not having like a band. And I'm like, no, like you, ha- you got me the wedding band and it's attached and I'm obsessed. He did such a good job. He did a good job. I have to say you're very high maintenance when it comes to your ring. I feel like it's been redesigned a couple times. That's not being high maintenance. I have to wear it every day. I think I'm allowed to have a say. <laughs> but you know what's really cute is he stares at his ring all the time. Well, Brie, you saw after when we all were really like cute. having yeah, dinner the next night. And um, it's just really cute. Like I even when we were on the plane on the way home and like I'd catch him like just staring at his ring. And, you know, when people start to move their hand more or like that hand more than the other hand because you have a ring oh, yeah. now. I noticed he was doing that. And then isn't it cute that every time I call him husband, how he blushes? Like, you guys, Artem literally gets so red and shy and, like, blushes when I call him husband or I talk about his ring. Like, it's so cute. Like It is cute. Anytime I want to make him smile really big or blush. Like, you all know, it used to be just talking about our sex. But now I just call him husband or, hey, let me see your ring. And it's so cute. Oh, my gosh. I think the cool thing for men is, like, because, you know, when you're – we get engaged. The woman wears the ring, right? So the men wait till actual wedding day. So it just must be all like, woo, all this stuff at once for them. But that's really exciting. So for him, it's really new and fresh. Yeah, it's fun. It makes it for them, I think, feel real. And then, you know, when I call myself Mrs. Chigvincive. Yeah, I got to work on that. You and mom really need to work on that. I I was like, okay, you two need to stop. Nicole Chigvinsev. There you go. Chigvinsev. Yeah, that was good. Right? Chigvinsev. That, that was really good. Okay. We need to talk about Paris. Brie, our souls belong oh, in Paris, gosh. don't they? I don't know what it is about Paris. It never gets old. Every time I go, it feels new and fun. And like, it's the energy, the vibe. I, I mean, obviously, you and I love the architecture, the history, but I'm just in heaven when I'm there. In heaven. You know, it's it's the same feeling, and at times, it, if not more, but the same feeling I get when we'd always come to Napa Valley. It was mm-hmm. just like I knew my soul was happy. And even living here in Napa Valley now, I don't ever get sick of it. Every day I feel like when I wake up and I go for a walk or when I do errands, I'm like, I can't believe I live here. Like I'm driving right. through the vineyards and whatever, looking at my favorite spots that used to be vacation spots, and I can go there now and eat at the restaurant or whatever. I'm always just every day so excited and it's been like two years and I'm still like on cloud nine that I live in Napa Valley. You and I used to go to Paris once or twice a year when we started going for wrestling and then we'd go for fun and all these different things. And then the pandemic hit and we didn't get to go for a few years. And being back there, I was just like, oh, we were just in our vibe and our feels. And like, it's just like what Napa and even New York will do this for us. We bring out our top fashion and it's like, I mean, the day and the night is ours, but it's like Paris gives me those same vibes. Like I literally could live in Paris. Like if there was a great job opportunity for Artem and I, 
I honestly think I I could live. Well, no, I'd miss the family a lot. But like, if we all wanted together to live there, because then you have all the French wine country, and then Italy's close, and you have all in London. Um, I just love Europe and UK. It's like crazy how we get there. Just like Napa, right? Right. And what I love this trip is like, even though we were crazy busy with the wedding, so busy, like doing everything, we also made time to go do artsy things, which is always my vibe when I'm there. And being able, Nicole and I went to Claude Monet's house and saw his mm. gardens and did that whole tour. And that was just, oh my gosh, mind blowing. I recommend that it was incredible. to Paris to do that tour because it was really surreal. And then we went well, to- Well, what was kind of crazy about that mm. was like, you literally are looking at all his gardens and I just, like you're looking at, oh my gosh, that's what he was painting. And all it looks identical. All came to life. Yeah. I know. And I, know. I never knew how he was like, my actual garden is my biggest masterpiece. And now going and seeing it, oh my gosh, yeah. It's well, incredible. And I didn't realize he lived in this cute little artsy village, Guernie. I think, I, I don't know if I'm saying it right, Guernie. And oh, I think it sounds right. When you and I walked the cute little village, I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I just was like, this is an artist's dream. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. And we for, were for, yeah, right. For any ladies that are looking for an artist, like a French artist that will sweep you off your feet, just go there, hang out at the cafes because mm -hmm. they all go that. there to paint and they get Airbnbs and they're all walking around and um, we loved it. Yeah, we loved it. And then we went to Versailles, which we've always oh. been dying to go to. And Versailles was now it was crazy packed. I will say I'm, I was kind of getting a little anxiety, but um. I mean, well, they say 7,000 people go through there a day. A day. A and day. you could tell. I mean, Nicole, was there not so many people? When you squeeze into each room, I was like, um, um, this isn't this going. Kinda, if there was an emergency, I don't know about this. Uh, I don't no. know. Yeah. Jump in Marie Antoinette's bed. But yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was so gorgeous. And like, you know, if you love history, because Nicole and I do, they've kept everything in the same position. And I mean, like, they've, yeah, like I literally was just like when you're walking and you're, you're looking at like King Louis's bed or even the bed he passed away in, and you're just seeing everything and you're kind of same sheets, same comforter and you could tell how worn out it is. And then when the French revolution happened and the people came in to get Marie Antoinette, the, where the queen's chamber started, they the still have her. Yeah. They came in and to like tear her doors down They've never changed it or fixed it. Like you still see where people were banging in the wood or whatever it would be then, right? Didn't they, isn't that what they usually grabbed and did? I mean, it was all well, so incredible. You were just walking literally through history, seeing exactly how the kings and the queens, what they walked through, how they felt. Like Bree and I always like will be like, can you imagine? Like we just <laughs> go into total imagination zone over here this is what they did and blah like i mean all of it i i we loved seeing versailles and then birdie's dress oh yeah got birdie a dress from versailles and oh my gosh i got birdie a dress from versailles because i know anything that deals with the princess or a queen she will want so it's like a mock dress of uh marie antoinette and um it's so cute because i i she's worn it every day since i brought it home but yeah. she told me that she wouldn't want to meet queen marie she really wants to meet Queen Elizabeth, which is shocking because I feel like I don't talk to her about Queen Elizabeth, but she really wants to go to London and have tea with her. So, well, you and I've talked about it a few times. 
<laughs> I guess. But like, you know, it's just shocking some of the stuff that will come out of your kid's mouth, right? But um, yeah, so Nicole, if you can make that happen, tea time, Birdie and Queen Elizabeth, you'd be I will like try. aunt of the year. Yeah, I'm, I will work on my resources. You know, I think it's going I, on the Christmas list, to be honest. I'm like, put it I on mean, your Christmas list. Who knows? That was going to be the first person I was going to go to was Santa Claus. I was thinking, hey, I'll talk to Santa first. <laughs> right? So she's already starting to make her list, which is crazy. I mean, I we, love that. we literally, she has on there, she wants like a a Power Wheels kind of thing that like Teo got. Yeah. She wants a Lightning McQueen car like Buddy has. <laughs> she wants tea time with Queen Elizabeth. There was something else she put on there too. I can't remember, but I'm like, hey, oh girl, my gosh, this list gonna be long the time Christmas comes around. Uh, well, you know who she reminds me of? You. Well, I was gonna say us, but yeah, <laughs> she's just the things. What us. did she say to you the other day? Oh, I, I just want to go to a restaurant and hang out. Oh yeah, that was yesterday. I would really <laughs> like to go to a restaurant and hang out for a little bit. Can we go do that? I was like, no, we can't do that. I'm about to make dinner. You need to go play or do arts and crafts. But she does. She says really funny stuff. She got mad at Brian the other day because she goes, so when is it my turn to go to Paris? And Brian goes, you're five. You don't need to go to Paris. Maybe like let's do a day trip in San Francisco. She goes, but I don't want to go there. I want to go to Paris and see the oh dresses. Oh, my God, I love her. <laughs> and like, see the dresses the dress, I think she thinks like it's a fashion show 24-7 in Paris I mean it pretty much is I mean I mean well, I mean for me for everyone when they go to Paris they're wearing their best even if also, they're out shopping I see so much amazing fashion and then everyone has their best window displays and like just different stores so I mean I feel that way, like especially when you're in the Vendome area, which is like our favorite area. So this um, is what I feel. Americans, yes, we wear our best. And I feel like Parisian women do, but they're more slacks and gorgeous blouses. And really, well, yeah, they're more shoes. simple. Very We're like trying to dress like Coco Chanel when we go. Exactly. So, um, you know, Birdie, I think, thinks everyone's wearing a big, crazy fashion dress, just walking down the streets, grabbing a what that means is like we just have to take Birdie to one of the fashion weeks because she will get to see that on the streets. Because when I've been there for fashion week, literally when I was staying at the Ritz and in, in Vendome, and then they're just they were doing catwalks there, just all walking. So if you want to treat Birdie and I, we would appreciate it. We'll do the Ritz during fashion week. We'll look at all the clothes. Okay. Well, you and Birdie need to do a lot of chores. So okay, good. And I'm gonna put it on my Christmas list. But, um, well, can I, I tell you something funny though? So she, she was dressed up as the queen with her crown on when we had to go to Target to get school supplies. I, Cause I, I'm last minute mom when it comes to all that stuff. And I started to look at the list of things needed. I'm like, Oh gosh, I don't have any of this. And it was too late to order on Amazon. And so we're there dressed and they were out of everything. And the lady literally buddy was like, wanting to get out to run around. Birdie and him were like fighting in the cart because they both wanted to sit in there. And the lady's like, well, there's a Target a couple miles away and they have everything. Just go there. And Birdie's looking at her and I so bad want to be like, you're really going to make the queen wait? You're going to make uh -huh. the queen go a couple of miles? I really want to say like, lady, look at I'm like struggling. What here. is she going to do? She can't. At least she offered a Target down the road. I know. It's your, your fault for not calling and asking and being a last minute mom.
Well, hey, and how Taylor, is that? I got already all his stuff for school. Oh, good. Good for you. Well, I ended up I going know. on Amazon and I primed some stuff, even though I was a little late. And, you know, I was late for Bert, obviously, buddy. I'm not because this is next week. But I literally was just like, your target. You're, you're supposed to have unlimited supplies. Girl, you are not the super target. Okay. Why didn't super target. Target in Napa. Why didn't either? Actually, I always go to the small one. I know. When she told me, like, there's a way bigger one. I was like, really? I'm like, bigger than this? I'm like, I don't even want to go in. That'll give me anxiety seeing all this unwanted stuff or the things we don't need. But that's oh okay. Gosh. Settle down. That's okay. But you know what? Hey, I left there, went to Whole Foods, got my kids a donut, had a really nice grocery shopping experience, and went back home and gone on Amazon. Mm -hmm. And I, even I though I was that. a day late for bird, I'm early for bed. So there you go. There you go. Well, so Brie, we got to finish talking about our Paris adventure. So we did on a day off Moe, um, Monet, and I was thinking about Moe, but we went and looked at Monet and then Versailles. And then Brie and I, because I feel like we always get asked a lot, like, well, what are your spots in Paris? And so I'm, I feel like I'm going to say this hotel wrong. Artem says I always say it long, wrong. Um, Les Bristol. I said it right that time. So that's one of our favorite spots. Um, we love the Marie Antoinette Cafe in there, which is Cafe Antonia. Yeah, but in French, do they pronounce the L? Because someone was telling me that when I said that name, and I think it's Le Bistro. Like Bistra? Bistro. I don't know. I think well, was, I mean, yeah. We so did our hair. I can't remember. So Brie and I always go there. We've done their Michelin star restaurant. I can't remember what it's called, which is incredible. But then we always like their little loungy area. We always go in there and get food. And oh my God, I wish we could go in there right now. I miss it. I know. You were walking in the Ritz Cafe every morning because you were obsessed with their coffee. I know. Their coffee was so good. Exactly. So good. So you wanted a nice, bougie, licious coffee. And Hotel um, Coast is really great. Yeah. They just get so snooty there, which I don't like. Like they... They just really pick and choose who they want to be in there. Like every time you and I walk up, they seat us right away. But then when we walked up with our group and I get it, maybe some people looked a little casual. They were just like, no. And I just don't like that part. Yeah. First also say like, hey, we'd rather have you in dress shoes. But then when you're just looking people up and down, and you're saying no. Like they made some people in our group really feel like shit about themselves. And I didn't like that. So that that was really really tough for me. Yeah. You're killing my vibe walking in. So then why do I even want to sit and have drinks with you? And honestly, then I think, why do I even want to go back? So Brie and I went to this dinner spot and everyone just starts dancing after oh, they've had unreal. some of their food and they're dancing around the tables and there's a DJ in there. And I was like, oh my gosh, this place is incredible. It was so fun. Of course, we always have to make a stop at um, Caspia, caviar spot that I'm obsessed mm -hmm. with. Coco Chanel used to go, Carl Lagerfeld. There's a lot of history, but the best caviar I've ever had. Oh, my gosh. They do this, like, baked potato with this caviar on top. Ugh. But however everything is made, it's just, like, to die for. Like, yeah. so incredible. Best thing I've ever had. And Les Maurice, we love their bar. The piano player. Oh, my gosh. Always Les amazing. Maurice. We love that. That and piano player on the last night, I mean, he was incredible. Yeah. He was so, yeah. I mean, I feel like everyone they have there is incredible. I know. It's and I feel so like true. this trip, I was really mindful of like finding cute cafes because I love 
cafes. Nicole knows this. I like cafes where I can sit outside and people watch and just like yeah, me too. hang out. And so, and some famous ones like Cafe de Flore. Um, gosh, what's the other one I went to? Ugh, oh, and you went to Picasso. I did that oh. before by myself, but you finally got to go. And That's that went. And that Picasso. was amazing. Yeah. yeah. And it was, you know, it's one put on by his daughter. So it's all the artwork the daughter owns. Right. But I think what was really neat about it is she has all the work of, um, that he did in the ending of his life that no, he didn't showcase until he passed away. They all saw it and they were like in his house and they're like, wow. It, and when you see that, you think of what someone's going through at the end of their life. And, you know, Picasso, I think very much put emotion in all his paintings, even though a lot of people say abstract and very different, you could still feel what he was feeling. And um, I thought that was really cool. And to see how much, I didn't even know this, and I did like a big pro like research project on Picasso in school, but um, I didn't realize, and maybe I just forgot how his daughter was such a big influence in a lot of his work, because he would play with her all the time. Yeah. And so make up characters, or he would tell her, pick colors, and then he would, he would do it. And just all these different things. And so that was really fun. And it was in a gorgeous building. Oh, gorgeous building. I loved the series with Antonio Banderas. Right? Um, it was, well, Antonio wasn't the... He was Pablo Picasso. Picasso. Oh, was, did he play the older version? The younger Yeah, guy. later on in his life. No, I mean, he played him... Uh, yeah. yeah, the one. But, I mean, that's... I don't know who the yeah. other actor was. Was it Prime Video? That did that series? I can't remember, but was that amazing. was a really good series. Yes, it's called Genius. I loved that. And it was fun because I was like, okay, I just had this great experience here in Picasso. So I found a cafe. I just walked. I'm like, I need to find a cute cafe. So I found this really cute cafe by this old church that was walking distance. And, you know, I wanted a glass of wine, get a little salad, just sit, take it all in. And then as I'm just sitting there taking it all in, this man gets hit by a car right in front of my table. It was wild. I, I couldn't say, I mean, I saw the guy go like flying six feet and he was fine. Right. He landed on his feet, but I literally like the noise and like hearing the thump from his body hitting. Oh my God. No, the whole thing was crazy. I almost choked. I'm not even kidding because I oh was like, God. yeah, I, I couldn't believe what I saw. Cause I sounds like a movie. It, it felt like a movie cause it already looks like a movie set. So it felt like a movie. So the interesting thing about the whole thing is he was mad at first, obviously, and it was a young yeah. driver and he walked over to him and like, I was like, oh no, are they going to fight? What's going to happen? Because we're used to that in America. Right. And they, had, and they had a conversation and I was like, oh, they're not yelling. Like a very deep yeah. like conversation. And then they hand shook and then the guy just walked away and the guy just drove off. I was wow. like, I go, that was That's so pretty simple. incredible. I go, that was, yeah, I was, I hate, hate saying this. It was beautiful the way. It all went down. I was like, of course, leave it to the French. Right. I, you know, maybe he slapped him a little bit and I didn't see it, but other than that, it was <laughs> done very nice. And I was like, wow. I'm like, but that guy's going to be in a lot of pain the next day because <laughs> he yeah. really did get smacked. But, um, you know, so that was like, you know, my whole Picasso day. It was pretty fun. I love that. Well, you know, I have to say, Brie was an incredible maid of honor. She not only, fulfilled all her maid of honor duties, which you will get to see in the special. Um, but she went over and beyond. And like, um, one thing that, I mean, first of all, your and Eileen's bridal gifts to me were like amazing. So there was this perfume yeah. I kept smelling when we were just recently in New York mm -hmm. and Brie loved it too. We both loved it by Diptyque. 
I'm probably saying that wrong, but we love that brand. Um, of course, it's French. No, it wasn't. It was Creed. Oh, that one was the Creed one. You're right. I Creed Windflowers. Yeah. So Brie got me that for my bridal shower, but um, she um, had it engraved with Mrs. C. So that was really cute. It was the most thoughtful it gift was so ever, thoughtful. right? It was Both so of cute. you guys. But Brie, the day before... Um, the wedding day, so the day of the rehearsal dinner, Brie took me to a spa day and like spoiled me. Brie, what? Where were we at? What peninsula. Hotel? Hotels, the peninsula. It was gorgeous, but gorgeous. oh my gosh, the massage was amazing. We were laughing because they put us in the couple's room. <laughs> um, but we had amazing um, massage and then champagne and salads and got to take in everything the spa offered. And I was just like, in heaven, and I just, you made me feel so special. And then Aww. Brie and I stayed the night together that night at the Ritz because, you know, Artem and I just, we, we wanted to do the tradition, like where we don't see yeah, each other. Yeah, it's good. And then we had such a fun night, and then the next morning, our breakfast, and so. Yeah. That was really, you were you were an amazing man of honor, Brie. Thank you. I will say. And it's not like I'm I've wonderful. had a lot of practice. I mean, I've been a bridesmaid a couple times. Well, I've been a maid of honor a couple times, too, actually. Yeah, so, Katie's and Kristen. Kristen. So I guess I've had practice. But it's but been younger a practice. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like when you're older, it's a lot different, right? For sure. Way different. Yeah. And for someone like you who's like a mom, like it's not like, um, you know, it's the young and like kind of like, um, I don't know how you say it, where you don't have like your, you know, what is that? Fresh legs? Like, you know, you had Teo with you. You were tired. Like you're busy being mom. Oh, busy being like, fiance. Yeah. So, like, well, stuff jet lag, filming All a lot, day. drinking a lot. Um, right. I said I wouldn't have French fries. I eat French fries every day because I don't That's know what it is, tight. but the French fries in Paris are just unreal. And I said I wouldn't have a croissant. I had a croissant like every other day. Yeah. Um, I was like, Oh, this is killing me. I was like, I, I'm not going to lie. At one point I gave up because I'm like, look, I'm never going to be in Paris again for my wedding week. And I'm just going to take it all in and enjoy what I want. And I know at the end of the day, my man's going to love me no matter what. And you honestly look at your wedding photos, what, a few times in your entire life? <laughs> just kidding. But I mean, no, I have mine out. I mean, yeah, I get good. it. But not even that. I mean, I think sometimes we're too hard on ourselves. Like you have to enjoy yeah. life and you can't be stressed out over vanity. Like at some point we have to let go. Right. Well, I, I don't know what got into the thing about for weddings, you have to be this thing. And I kept having that in my head. And then I finally was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm, I'm going to have fun. Yeah. I'm going to have fun. 10 days straight. I'm just going to have fun because it was crazy to think we were there 10 days. 10 days. Um, I was 10 days there without my kids, which was really tough, but also freeing. It was crazy to be in Paris, you know, without them. But towards the end, I was yearning. My body, my mind, my heart was yearning for them. I'm like, I just want to squeeze yeah. them and smell them and kiss them. Oh, so Especially, Nicole, our FaceTime with Bird crying. Oh, my gosh. That was so hard. Bird just so crying. I was like, get her on a flight now. Bring her out. Um, and how cute was Tay-Tay in Paris? He was so cute. He was so good. He's so good. Such so an good. amazing traveler. I'm like, Artem and I both, when we came home, we go... Our baby boy is definitely a world traveler. And now we know that we can do that with him, that it's not, it's great. We liked, we loved right. him around and we loved doing things with him. And um, it was like a lot of fun. So, yeah. so, now, so I have a question for you. Hmm. Now that you're married, 
you already have your kid, you got the fam, you're also thinking about a dog. So does it mean you're going to turn in the Range Rover and get a minivan? Uh, you know what, Brie? Um, so when we were actually in your minivan today, grabbing stuff, um, Teo was just having so much fun in it. And when I see you, when you and I will be driving, like, and I'll be behind you, I do. Like, how I see you get in and out, I'm like, damn it. So easy. I think I'm going to be a van mom. I just, it's so, you make it look so easy because and it cool. is so easy. Cool. Very cool. You do, I will give it. Brie makes mom van life very cool. And she's gotten a lot of compliments in that way. And I'm like, she does. She actually makes me not think what I used to think of it. But, and then Kristen Cavallari made me feel better too, where she's like, look, it only has to, you only have to have a van for a little bit and then you could go back to your cool car. And I was like, you know what? That's right. But I'm just more and more, I'm, I'm wanting a van. I'm not going to lie. I want a van, especially because when he starts to play sports or just, I'm going to need, like, I don't know, like all these things, the space, and it's just so hard with the Range Rover and and I think the range does it pretty well, but now that he's getting taller, getting him in and out of his car seat, I hit his head so much. Yeah. I'm like, this isn't okay. Yeah, you need to get the minivan. You know, it's funny when I was driving back from Tahoe to Napa, I saw a couple of my Toyota Sienna moms on the road and I just feel like I needed to have a sign to throw at them. It's like we all look at each other, we nod, we acknowledge each other, but I feel like there needs to be this mom that sounds like a van. Yeah minivan sign like i don't know kind of like when motorcycle groups are like with each other and they give each other that look like that's kind of like mom moms and vans on the road like oh for sure i'm like looking at her she sees my kids in the back in their car seats with their ipads up watching movies dogs are like chilling in the way back seat i'm like yeah got that comfy life yeah, you could be in that comfy outfit, no makeup on, hair thrown up, and we'll get each other. Mm-hmm. It's been oh, one of those yeah, mornings. As I sip my we ain't wearing the cute outfit for drop-off. Yeah. Yes, I'm sipping my big iced coffee. She knows. Oh, like that IG, that Instagram, the mom's behaving badly. I know I send you so many. I send you, you so send many me a lot. Too. Yeah. It's just so much of it. It makes me cry laugh. Like, I love it because now I get to be a part of the mom world. Now I'm a part of the wifey world because I already sent Brie a photo. I don't probably be mad, but we were on the plane and before takeoff, Artem was like s- sleeping so soundly. And like, mm-hmm. because Mateo was two, they were making me put Mateo in his own seat and buckled. And he's like, like, yeah, right. He did really well on takeoff on the way there. Not so much landing, but then when we were taking off from Paris back home. He was like o- over it. Like, no, I'm not. I want to sit with you. Um, and then Artem's just sound asleep. So I took a photo of it and I sent it to Brie. And I'm like, should I send this to Moms Behaving Badly? I'm sure they'd have a great caption for this. But Honestly. But I just felt like that officially made me a part of the wifey club because I for feel sure. like if that was anyone else's husband, like they'd be like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, okay, he's starting dancing with the stars. He's my newlywed. I'm not going to wake him up and say like, hey, help. I'm, you know, I'm going to let my baby sleep. No, and so instead what you did is you text me, you and I looked at each other, and then guns a-blazing, we put up our middle finger, like, at him, like, silently. We won't wake <laughs> him, but we'll let him know. <laughs> well, that's when I just started handing Mateo Nutella cookies. I'm like, here you go. This is why I got these. Yeah, now There's go chocolate. play with Dad. Yep, now go play with Dada. Right? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Well, you know what, Brie? Paris was amazing. 
I can't wait to go back. Bella's in Paris. We just, it just goes. We are like yin and yang. And um, what an amazing trip. And I just can't wait to share it with everyone. Like you guys are going to just, it's going to be an amazing, uh, amazing special. You guys are in for a treat from Artem and I's love. And you just, you get to see everything as well as Brie and I's fashion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the family. Mateo. Mateo was so I didn't know how he was going to be with the cameras. And they didn't film him that much. But the things that we did film, he just lit up. I was like, oh, I totally have a Leo. Um, oh, yeah. It was so cute. Yeah, cool. um, just so much of it. I'm just like, oh, you'll even get to see the boys' birthday party. Yeah. All them together. It, oh, my gosh, how cute. And you're going to see beautiful parts in Napa Valley. And then you're going to get to see Paris. Um, you're going to see our bachelor bachelorette party in LA, um, Bridal all the shower, amazing things, everything, bridal shower, rehearsal dinner, wedding day after. I mean, you're going to get it all. So we're really excited to share this series with you and just share the love. Texas Pete is a sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. That's right. Each Texas Pete sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. The signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It has been at the center of dinner tables since 1929 and is still heating things up today. Oh, yeah. And you know, you're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor. Yum. And their dust dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce in a flavorful dry rub. Mm, it's just making my mouth water thinking about it. I mean, I'm always reaching for the Texas Pete. I think we put it on our breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And we really do. And we actually even sneak hot sauce in our purses. So if restaurants don't have hot sauce, we put it on. Texas Pete goes with me everywhere I go. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit texaspeat.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at texaspeat.com. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry, to healthy, low-sugar condiments. Everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations, 
Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one, one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having a company really care about the ingredients inside it, that's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. Warning, things are about to get intense. I mean, Bree and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops, when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut and <laughs> in our eyes usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping Ooh, that is the intense that I like intense heat lasting plump from the hot new lifter plump from Maybelline New York formulated with chili pepper lifter plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Cocoa Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Away for a while, so we have a lot of voicemails. So we are going to check them right now, but also make sure to leave us a message at 8553 Bellas. Hey guys, this is Diana. I'm so excited to listen to Live Last P because for some reason I thought you guys would talk about running as a mom and having to pee. Like, it's taken me a while to train my bladder or just know when I have to stop liquids if I'm drinking water and I'm running. So I really thought that episode was about women, especially moms, peeing. Anyways, love the voicemail music. Keep up the great work. Love you guys. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Um, Yeah, actually, oh I had to watch Buddy and Mateo as Brie had to go run in and pee. Um, That's a real thing. And I, I can't lie. Earlier, I, yeah, I've squatted a few times in the vineyards and peed. Don't worry, not on the grapes, on the ground, in the dirt. But 
that has happened to me because as you know, especially when the babies come out the vagina, it's a lot harder to hold things in. Oh my god. Which gosh. is so crazy, right? Yes. It doesn't really make sense how that works because I think everything gets moved around and pushed around. It never made sense to me before I had kids that an actual baby could come out of your vagina when you would hold them and like these Did you say vagina? Things. Vagina. <laughs> like when you would hold them and I'm like would look at my cousin or someone, I'm like, wow, you push this out. Like how? How? Oh. Like you think about it. Well, you know what used to trip me out is I used to just think like, but they come out and their arms are flailing. So what? I used to think of how that worked with hands and arms coming out with everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, you it know, it would just make me like ouchy, like I kind of hurt. Do you remember a long time ago when I DM'd you that video of the baby and he popped out with his head in his hand and it looked like he was waving at the dad and then dad fainted? <laughs> <laughs> I wish Mateo did that to Artem. I wish <laughs> I had a, well, I wish I had vaginal birth and I wish. Like someone did that to Be or Brian, like Birdie or Betty. Would have oh been my so god! Great. I would have went through the pain for that. Oh yeah, great. God, that would have been great. Brian Aww. probably would have high fived the baby, done something weird, where then I would have fainted or something. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> we this got really off track from running and peeing, <laughs> but thank you for your voicemail. Um, mm -hmm. we might have to talk about that some point in the future, the pee and the run, because that's really hard. <laughs> Hi, Bellas. It's Megan from Ohio. I'm super excited about the special. Um, congrats on your marriage, Nikki. I actually started watching Toto Bellas when you started dating Artem. So um, I actually made me finally sit down and read your guys' book. And so that's where my question comes in today uh, for Bree. So I had my first daughter um, be a C-section, and I actually had not known that you could, you know, try for vaginal birth until I, you know, watched your journey with um, Buddy. And so um, that's the one concern and, you know, a fear I have with having a second one is what if I end up having to have a C-section again? So, like, how did you frame your mindset that it was going to be okay? Love you guys. Oh, love you. Love you. <laughs> so that's a great question because I think it's so hard on us moms who have a C-section with our first because, you know, with our second, we want it to be almost like a blank canvas again. Like I can just try for the natural birth and then, you know, but unfortunately we can't. So it's called a V-back, which is, you know, vaginal birth after cesarean. And um, the doctor, your doctor will let you know if your vaginal walls are strong enough. So they'll check you and keep checking you and checking you. And towards the end, I kind of had the decision, but he was measured really large. So it was got to a point where it was out of the question, but also where they're like, well, we can induce you and try. And I just thought, you know what? I'm going to let this little man decide how he wants to come out. If he's not ready, then let's just... I'll just do the C-section. And um, to me, it felt like the safest decision too. Um, I was kind of nervous to think like, okay, well, you do a V-back, there are things that could go wrong. So um, I just was like, you know what? Who, who am I doing this birth for? Am I doing it for me or am I doing it for my baby? And ultimately in the end, I made the decision for my baby. And the safest way I felt was... Um, to have another c-section which you know it was hard because i was fully alert <laughs> when i went in but um the ending result having your baby come into the world safe was the ultimate goal and um satisfaction so 
So, you know, your heart will tell you and just keep, you know, your doctor's in touch. But like if your gut is telling you, you know what, I'm a little scared to do a V-back, don't do it. Just go for the C-section. I agree. I remember how much you would go back and forth with that. And I remember your decision at the end was just like, you said you couldn't live with yourself if Buddy got affected. Well, you didn't know his Buddy then, but that if your baby got affected because of that, because of what you wanted to experience. Yeah. And I thought to myself, why why do I want to experience? Am I proving something to myself? Is it ego? What is it? So I had to let go. I had to let go. But some women have V-backs and they go amazing. So... You never know what um, you're meant for. Right. Uh, my name is Kara, and I'm from Boringle, Indiana. No offense, anyone. You guys seem to have a very healthy, competitive relationship, which I love, because you're both definitely there for each other, but then you have that little bit of competitive edge with each other, too. Does that come into play, having kids the same age? Like, is it hard for you guys not to compare your kids? because I just feel like that would be challenging. I never wanted to be pregnant with somebody for that reason. I listen to you every week and it's like hanging out with the girls and I just adore you both. And I think you both are just so cool. Oh, thank, thank you. you. That's so sweet. So sweet. Yeah. It's our girl chat or our Bella chat. Well, when, you know, it's us all <laughs> at happy hour. <laughs> well, you know, actually for me, and I don't know if it's cause Brie and I are twins, so I don't know if it's different um, because we are sisters and it's not like we're, I mean, we're best friends, but you know what I mean. She's helped me so much, so I'm actually really grateful. And because Brie and I hang out so much, the best thing about it is because the boys are on the same schedule. We've done so much more, I feel like, together because it's like they're on nap time. Like even when we go vacation in Tahoe and we stay with Brie, it was always perfect because the boys would be in their naps or go down for bed at the same time, and then we could go have our wine outside. Um, now, like the hardest thing for me is Buddy is, and I say this word and I got corrected by a teacher the other day. So what I had said is, oh, Buddy's so much more advanced because he has birdie. So it's crazy how Buddy talks and the things he does because he mimics his sister. And then they corrected me like, that's not being advanced. And so I didn't, I was like, oh, then I felt guilty as a mom. Like, well, I didn't mean that about my son. Like he's not advanced. But what I meant is like, so it, it, in that way, it's hard not to compare. But what I've realized is he doesn't have a sibling. He's with Artem and I majority of the time here by himself. And I think, you know, when he goes to school, I can already tell that he's going to thrive and he's so smart. But in those moments at times, it's hard not to not compare, but think like, oh, like it, I get worried. Like, oh, no, is he going to go to school and will he be OK? Because these kids already know more about potty training and he has no idea. Like, I mean, I was trying to point at him with the Coco Melon episode of Potty Train. Like, see, JJ goes in the toilet. <laughs> and he's just looking at me like, what? Like, no idea. So well, and those what are I, the only moments. But yeah. never, it's never a negative way. Right. And so, and what I feel, too, is because I've already had one, um, Nicole has seen how different my kids are. Birdie and Buddy are very different. Um, in temperament, and how they decompress, how they listen to, you know, instructions or how they handle situations with other kids. Because Nicole's been there since Birdie's been born and very close to Birdie. So I think the one she, thing that Nicole realized very quickly, which has helped us not be competitive at all, is that every child beats their own drum. Every yep. kid will develop differently. Every kid has st- different strengths. Nicole very quickly kind of saw that because she saw it's not like Birdie and Buddy are the same. So I think that's helped a lot. 
you know. Oh my, so much. It's and that's why it's never. It's never about, oh, I wish he did that. It was, I just get worried of like, I hope he'll be okay. Like looking at them talking and being like, why am I not doing that? But even my neighbor gave me the best advice when Tao and I were playing outside and she has an older son and she just said, it's easy to be in a community and compare. Like, I want my kid to get into this school. I want my kid to do that. And she's like, that has no benefit for your kid. Do what is best for your kid. It might going be going to this school that no one's talking about or doing these things that, you know, aren't what people think of. Oh, my goodness. But she goes, if you can just focus on what is best for your son, she goes, your son is going to be amazing. And right. don't compare and don't care about what other people are doing. Just do what's best for him and listen to him, too, as he gets older and is telling you what are the things he needs. Don't push him to go somewhere else because that's what everyone's making you feel like you should do. And I was like, oh, right. that's really good. And I know I would be that way anyways because I don't have ego in that way. Like, if you think something about my son, well, then shame on you, and that's sad for you. But if my right. son's happy, that's all what matters. But, and, like, you know, when we were in Paris and it came to our fashion, I smoked your ass in that. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw every day when I put on my outfit, you were like, dang, dang, dang. Dang. Okay, so all my moms are going to understand this. Oh, no, here we go. Brie was living life, like, not single, but living life solo, right? <laughs> so her fashion, she would always be early in the makeup chair. She would just get the hair done all crazy and nice. And then I would come in. Took, with, naps. Um, took naps. Like, yeah, yeah, she took naps. She was out late. She was just full-on Parisian Oh, so I a woman living the life. And then mm-hmm. you look at me, who was either up, well, no, actually, Teo slept amazing. But, like, I would come in with, like, food on my face from Teo slapping me around, or I was still playing with him, or he didn't want me to get my makeup done, or I just got my makeup done and then got smeared on his clothes. Um, or I'm rushing out, and Teo's pulling me, like, saying, don't leave. Well, not saying it, but crying. And I, my outfit's halfway on, or I just didn't even have time to put on the right jewelry or the right shoes. So... When you look at my fashion mm-hmm. compared to Bree's, you could tell Nicole was in Paris with a toddler who wanted to still give him a lot of time every day because that's how I am. And Bree was not there with a husband or kids. So when you want to say you smoked me in fashion, I will give it to you. You did. But you had time to. I mean, the only day you beat me was when you had that wedding dress on. Oh, well, Doug, or I think for those, like, <laughs> but no, I'll, but even crazy. so, I was laughing at Artem. I go, Brie got longer glam than me on my wedding day because I wanted to play with Mateo all morning. And then when I looked at the time and I was like, oh, my gosh, I need to get I, I need to get in the chair. And I think Eileen was just too afraid because she saw how much fun I was having with Mateo. But it just I really wanted to play with Mateo on the day of my wedding. Like I wanted to, for him to like not. See, you know, I get so weird about that. Like, I know I, I have a thing hey, where he needs to play with more. me for a few hours and I know and that and you looked great. So who cares? Yeah, no, totally. But what I it, it's funny because some people would have been like, no, I need this. But I was like, no, I need Mateo like that. Yeah. That makes my my day perfect. I just he that love, man, it is just something amazing. I thank really God is. every day for it. When I pray every night, I'm always like, wow. Thank you for giving me Mateo. Like, thank you for making me a mom. Thank you for letting me just experience unconditional love. Um, I'm just so grateful for it. It's 
more than I could have ever imagined. That is for sure. Right. And thank you for giving me this husband. That is just so amazing. <laughs> and thank, thank you for me giving being Paris as my refresh button because oh, yeah. I can enjoy the thank school you year. For letting me see Brie just live it up with her legs out and just what do you mean legs out? Oh just yeah, girl. So we more. saw that. We saw those little mini dresses looking all good. Oh, legs out like that. I was like, what do you what'd you think about? I meant? <laughs> oh, I was thinking legs. <laughs> Like legs spread. Like, on, Do you girl. think I would have said spread? Come on. I'm a married what, woman. Where's your mind today? I don't know. Maybe it's there. Did I rub off? <laughs> You know what I love about springtime is that you kind of get to refresh your closet. You know, fall, winter, we're all bundled up. And then when spring comes, the sun is truly out. You get to ditch all the layers and just refresh your look. I mean, I feel like I am totally in for like refreshing my wardrobe. Bring a little color. I need spring shopping. I mean, Brie, Walmart has like some incredible styles out right now and so affordable. Oh, that is right. This spring, there's only one destination for the latest fashion, home and beauty inspired by real life, Walmart. Be it bold swimwear or graphic, beach towels, glowy makeup or sleek activewear, or even elevated furniture and mix and match tableware to inspire your next spring gathering at home. Discover surprisingly stylish new season favorites at Walmart now or shop it on the Walmart app. Go to walmart.com slash now trending. That's walmart.com slash now trending. Now trending. Your style at Walmart. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. Well, I have to say this has been a really fun episode, but I think it's time to end with a little inspiration and affirmation. You're going to hit us with some of that wifey, that new wifey quote? Shoot. What do you live by now? Soulmate. The one with whom you share a connection of minds, a mutual respect, an unconditional love, and a total understanding. When there is a meeting of mind, spirit, and body... With the one whose strengths, flaws, and energy perfectly complements your own. I like that. Soulmate. I think what's so important is that the person that you decide to say I do, and, and you know, you'll see, but like vows to me are a very serious thing. And I really just take that in and respect it and have loyalty towards that. And so what I love is like when, 
you know, it says the mutual respect and that unconditional love, but a total understanding because that's the one thing that I've realized with marriage. It's, I feel like we always use the word compromise, but it's more of understanding. Like, how can I understand this person? Why do they feel this way? Or what do they want to do in life? And how can we make this work in our marriage? How can we understand each other better? And I think I've even learned that just on the way to wedding planning and already now. And and the one thing where I feel like I actually, it ended up being a plus for Artem and I is that we did have a family before getting married. So Artem and I have really gone through a lot of tests of like how we parent, how different we are at parenting, living in a house together, like all of that, right? Sometimes people get married and then they go through it for the first time. And then all of a sudden they're like, see ya, bye, oh, get divorced, don't work. <laughs> yeah, so for me, I feel like Artem and I already have that understanding. And then, you know, we discussed it even more. And so I think that's really special that when you find that someone that you have that total understanding. And then I just love when it says, when there's a meeting of mind, spirit, and body with the one whose strengths, flaws, and energy perfectly complements your own. I love that. Right? It's beautiful. You know, I have to tell you, like, um, you know, our officiant for Brian Knight was our Uncle Joe. But he actually made us fill out all these sheets about parenting. Like, how do we believe in discipline? All these things. And it really helped Brian and I to understand each other, even though we are like, weren't even thinking about kids at the time. But so many different things. It was actually... He was an amazing officiant and really we got to like know very early on like how each other like like to live and want to live. Yeah, which yeah, which I think that's actually very important for people because obviously majority of people get married first, then kids. And I think that is one thing you have to discuss are your beliefs in parenting. And I get like it's mainly you will know once you go through it. But at least even start to discuss how you see it happening, how you see raising your kids, mm-hmm. whether it's religion, school, routine. I think we always forget about routine, um, yeah. all of it. And so I think that's really important. And I, I think where what I noticed from you and Brian and Artem and I are the same, we all kind of are very much the same when it comes to routine and how we raise our kids. Um, Big so on which is Yeah. Well, you know what I realized? Routine is really, I mean, routine is really important in a baby's life and then, you know, young kids and as you get older. But what I, that's what I was going to say. It's so important even in our lives. We always need structure. It's just that's how it is. And I think, too, kids who don't have that, they crave it. And then that's when they turn out to be bad kids because they're craving structure. So then they're, they're getting that attention of like almost, you know, when they get in trouble, like whether it's at school or whatever, it's like they just want someone to tell them what not to do, what to do. Um, So I just, I think it's super important. And the thing that kind of, I like look around, like what you have to realize is when your kids are young and, and you really, I feel like a lot of young married couples need to understand this. You are going to miss out on parties at times. You are going to miss out on concerts You might even miss out on some fun weddings, but you put your baby first. And if that means that your baby needs to be asleep at 5.30 p.m. and you're going to miss out on this place, do not take your baby there. All right. Maybe get overtired. Just let, like, put their needs first. Sometimes Artem and I will get a little upset because we're like, sometimes you got to miss out on the fun, but guess what? It's only for a few years, and then you get right back into the fun. Or, you know, get a sitter. But keeping their routine is so important. I, I think of... 
how much I've missed out on the past two years of things. But like, that's how, remember when you all were harvesting Bonita Bonita grapes and I want to do everything to be there, but Artem wasn't home and I was not about to bring Mateo out to the vineyard. So I missed out. And I remember I was super bummed, but that's life, right? It is life. And guess what? Now you're a married woman. So go enjoy your husband. And I have to get ready for swim class. So until next week, you can catch up on exclusive video clips on the podcast Instagram page, The Bellas Podcast. You could catch up on previous episodes of the podcast. And also, you can call our hotline and leave us a message at 855-3-BELLAS. You had to swim class. I got school orientation. And we'll mom it up later. You know it, girl. (laughs) All right, everyone. You guys all have an amazing week. Until next time. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. (laughs) 